Well, you know, they ordered us to wear masks, and now they're ordering us to not wear masks. Hi, I'm Scott Ott with Steve Green and Bill Whittle. This episode of Right Angles brought to you by the members at BillWhittle.com. And gentlemen, I kid you not, in and out the burger chain uh, has announced that starting August 14th, its employees are not permitted to wear the, you know, I'll call them COVID masks um, at work in, in five states, Texas, Nevada, Colorado, Arizona, and Utah. And, uh, and the company set out a, a memo about this, and it said specifically uh, that, that what they want to do, this change is being made to emphasize, I'm quoting now, to emphasize the importance of customer service and the ability to show our associates smiles and other facial features. Uh, now, there are some exceptions uh, to this rule. If you have a specific medical condition or health concern, uh, and, and, but if you have that, you have to have a note from your doctor. Now, the doctor doesn't have to say in the note what your specific medical condition is, because that would be a violation of HIPAA you know, regulations, but, uh, but you have to have a note from your doctor in order to have permission to wear a mask to work. And if you're gonna wear a mask, you've got this note from your doctor, it is going to be an employer-issued N95 mask. So you can't get away with just, <laughs> oh, you know, know wearing part. the Christian Dior, uh, you know, veil or whatever. Um, so this is, this is fascinating to me because it wasn't so long ago that people were rebelling against the notion of having to wear masks at work. And now people have to be told to take them off. Bill Whittle... Um, <laughs> <laughs> and without going too much into the long history of the previous concept of having to wear a mask, uh, did you ever think we'd get to a day when employers actually had to make policy to say, oh, by the way, you can't spend all day breathing your own exhaust? Well, I happen to live in the uh, world capital of, of, of this kind of uh, neurosis. And as the, um, as the pandemic ended and people were no longer required to wear masks, here in Los Angeles, large percentage of the population. I'm talking it's certainly in, in our building, three months after we were no longer required to wear masks, I'd be willing to say that 60% of the people were still wearing. Wow. So in the immediate aftermath of COVID, you could sort of say, okay, well, these people are just a little bit more you know, nervous about these things than other people. Then as time goes on, you realize you see people walking outside on the street, walking their dog, wearing a mask, or driving around Los Angeles inside their SUV with Alone. the windows rolled up by themselves wearing a mask. And that's when I realized that this that this blue disposable mask is the is the MAGA hat for for progressives. That it's a it's a political symbol, it's a political identity, it's a statement that, that you're not one of these insane Trumpers who who, you know, wasn't worried about this thing. And now I'm at the point where I actually think I've come to what I think this is really about because I still see people wearing masks fairly frequently. And what I've come to realize is, is that there's a lot of people out there who like wearing masks. And I don't mean like wearing surgical masks. There are a lot of people who discovered that they really liked the fact that no one could read their expressions. Hmm. They liked the fact that they could, they could essentially hide behind this device that everybody was required to wear. And that, and that when they had two or three years of this, uh, experience of not being able of not having to show their reaction to things you know people psychological experiments have shown fairly repeatedly that people wearing masks will do horrific things that they would never do when they weren't wearing masks because they because they can feel that nobody knows who they are it's a yeah. it's a form of invisibility cloak for them 
So for me, I look at people who are still wearing masks the way I, I would look at people um, when I was out occasionally riding like ATVs out on the dunes in uh, Oceano. You know, it's like to me, they're like these red signal flags, you know, on the, that they put on the back, these little four wheelers, these gigantic, huge, tall orange things that kind of flap around to let you know that, hey, over the hill, there's a there's another vehicle there. Now I look around and I see somebody wearing a mask and it's just like, OK, this person's barking mad. You need to stay away from this person. But honestly, Scott, honestly, there are people who I, I kept asking myself, well, when are you ever going to take this off when I would see this? And I'd realize finally, never. They will never take them off. Never. They they are too valuable a psychological crutch for them. And so they're going to stay forever. So I, I'd be willing to bet you there are people who will quit their job at In-N-Out rather than abandon the ability to go around anonymously and, and, and not have to face other people or their interactions. And this raises all kinds of interesting issues, uh, Steve Green. It's including things like, uh, to what extent can your employer control what you wear at work? And I know a lot of employers have become a lot more lax about things like piercings and tattoos and certain kinds of fashion uh, accoutrement. Uh, because it's getting more difficult to hire people. And so they're, they're becoming more flexible and saying, okay, well, if you want to wear your nose ring at work, uh, not such a big deal. Um, and, and obviously you run into some things like religious situations where if you have an employee who is a strictly observant Muslim who feels like she needs to have her, her face covered, what do you do about that? Uh, it's, you know, it doesn't say you can get a, uh, a note from your imam uh, saying that you had permission to wear the mask at work. Uh, it's interesting, though, Steve, this chain, uh, In-N-Out Burgers, uh, and we have one, by the way, right near where I work, and, uh, and it is delicious. Um, they, back in October of 19, uh, or 2021, uh, the chain sparked controversy uh, by refusing to require employees to check customer vaccination status before dining in. And this, and this was in uh, Contra Costa County, which I assume is in California. Um, and so instead yeah, of having, in, instead of requiring their employees to check their customer's vaccination status, they just closed their dining rooms. And they say, we're just going to do uh, we're going to do takeout. And at that time, one of their officers uh, of the company said, uh, we refuse to become the vaccination police for any government. Um, and they're, of course, in the story I read about this, they're they're getting blowback. This was in uh, on KTLA.com. Um, they're getting blowback from uh, some health officials who are saying, you know, the CDC guidelines still uh, recommend that mm -hmm. you do this uh, voluntarily. And um Steve, I do know a couple of people at work who still wear masks at work, and uh, and they wear them mostly now in the presence of customers. And one of them told me once that it had something to do with fear that you might catch something at work because you're in contact with hundreds of people all the time, um, and then take it home to your grandbaby, for example. Um, should there be reasonable accommodations to say, look, the whole pandemic, Steve, amped up everybody's concern about communicable diseases. What's wrong with letting somebody continue to wear a mask to protect themselves and their families? Well, you got a lot to say about this. I'll, I'll answer your, your immediate question directly, and that is it's bad customer service. For all the reasons Bill was just saying, when I go into a place, I, I want friendly service. I want to make that 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 human connection that 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 contact you make when you that's that's what keeps you going into stores when you can still get it when you can get 
pretty much everything online now. Uh, it's it's one of the nicest parts of, of dining out is when you have good, friendly service, that makes you want to go back to that place. And you don't get that with somebody wearing one of these one of these face diapers. That said, we've, we've come a long way from uh, 2020 when there's a uh, barbershop here in my little town in Colorado that had a little handwritten note on the counter next to the, the cash register. Well, it's not a cash register. It's one of those, you know, iPad things. And the handwritten note said, yeah. if you have a medical condition that prevents you from wearing a mask in our store, HIPAA regulations prevent us from asking you about it. <laughs> and guess what? Everybody in that <laughs> barbershop just taking the mask off as soon as they saw the sign. And on the way in, because this was 2020, you know, we're putting up my, I've taken my boys to get their, their haircuts there. And we're putting on the mask as we walk in the store. And as I walk in, uh, somebody's at the counter, and they, they, they tap the little <laughs> sign to get my attention. I read a little sign and go, oh, I'm taking this thing off. So we've gone, gone a long way from using HIPAA to, uh, to, to, to get out from under these government mandates to companies like In-N-Out finally saying, look, we've had enough. If you actually have a condition, get a doctor's note and wear the N95 mask because everything else is BS. You know it. We know it. The CDC knows it. So uh, get, get serious, just like uh, Bill's segment last week. If you're serious about climate change, uh, don't drive the giant SUV after you fly the private jet to the, uh, to the, the, the climate change conference. Ride your damn bike the whole way. Um, same thing. If you're actually afraid of this stuff, you've got to wear an N95 mask because that's the only thing that does any good. So get serious. Dump your neurosis. You know, that, that reasonable accommodation thing, there's no reasonable accommodation for the irrational. Uh, you, you just got to slap some sense into these people, and I, and I don't mean that literally. Um, so I really like what, what In-N-Out has done here. Uh, and that N95 detail, that was, that, was a real, that was a real cherry on top of this story for me because I saw the headline uh, earlier today, and I thought, oh, good on In-N-Out, but, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm very busy and important and didn't have time to read the actual story. So I didn't know about the N95 part. And that is, as far as I'm concerned, that's what shows that In-N-Out has done their homework. They, they know where their customers are. They know where most of their employees are. And they know that it's not their, their sane, uh, emotionally healthy employees that are still insisting on wearing these useless pieces of cloth on their faces. So good on them for that. And you know what? I know what I'm doing for dinner tonight. <laughs> Just one thing, St Scott, yeah. for, your, uh, for your friend who works at the store with you, at no point during the pandemic did anyone ever make the claim that wearing masks prevent you from catching things? The idea of the mask you from turned out not to be true, but the idea was yeah. to prevent you transmitting it to other people. When surgeons go into a surgery and wear masks and when they scrub up, it's not so that they're worried about catching germs from the person they're operating on. Yeah. They're scrubbing up and wearing gloves so that they don't transmit germs to the to the person with the with the open uh, chest cavity. And so the entire argument there is oh, I don't want to I don't want to catch something. It was never ever about not catching something. It was about conceivably not spreading something. Turned out it wasn't about that either. And, and I guarantee you that um, there are many, many thousands of people who do not understand that, despite the fact that it got repeated over and over again. Um, and people legitimately think they're protecting themselves and their family 
by the people who are wearing these things in many cases think that they are somehow not going to inhale disease. Um, you know, it used to be before the COVID pandemic, we would see pictures sometimes, usually from Asian nations, uh, really high density population areas, sometimes because of air pollution issues, but sometimes just because of the concentration of humanity where people were like par paralyzed with fear wearing face masks. The first person I ever saw in our store wearing a mask was from an Asian uh, country. And I, when I saw him, I just literally thought, oh yeah, I've seen those pictures you know, of, from overseas where people just feel like they have to wear masks because they're afraid of getting sick because they're in you know, high population concentration. So it, it, was, it was just kind of a, literally an alien idea to me. Um, whatever the reason, I'm glad that we're now having this conversation. Um, I'm glad that it's, you know, that it's now employers, instead of employers mandating that you must wear the mask, um, man, they're now saying, look, if you have a really good medical reason for doing this, then yeah, bring us a doctor's note and you can do that. Um, otherwise, this is a place of customer service business. And you know, when you come up to the counter, customer expects to see the smiling face of the employee saying, hi, how may I help you? May I take your order? Whatever like. Now I do have kind of mixed feelings. I do want the person at the counter to, to be, I, I wanna see that person smile. The guy who's grilling the burgers, I want his entire body in a bag. <laughs> I don't want, <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I, I want a hair net. I want a face net. Like how many times you see these like guys with beards like mine or just like grilling up the, the burgers. I'm like, no, no, no. Get a net on that thing too. I want you to wear rubber gloves. I want you to, you know, I want to have some sort of, like you have to reach into the thing, like in one of those chemical laboratories where you're manipulating things. You have to reach inside this container. You have little Waldos. You're running the mechanical gloves. <laughs> exactly. and, the, and the little, little mechanical robotic hands are flipping your burger and you want for gloves you. on the but little that, mechanical hands too. E either that or just, that's right, either that or just wall the whole thing off because I don't want to see it. <laughs> I just, that's a much simpler solution. I just don't want to know. Um, so, you know, I, I think they are going to run into some problems with uh, people who say that they have religious reasons for having to have their faces covered, but they'll, they'll make accommodations uh, for those folks. I will tell you, this is an interesting phenomenon because I am acquainted with a business uh, that at one point said... Um, a lot of a lot of its employees. It's a it's a retail business, and a lot of its employees had begun wearing sneakers with their kind of business casual clothing to work, and and then some employees took it too far and started you know wearing kind of funky weird shoes, and so finally they said, okay, like everything else, we've got to make a rule because a few bad apples, and uh, so then they said. If you want to wear sneakers now, you have to have a note from a doctor that says that you have to wear sneakers. Uh, otherwise, you need to wear dress shoes with your dress clothing, you know, your, your semi-formal dress clothing. And uh, so I actually w applied to my doctor, got a note, submitted it and all that kind of stuff. And then shortly thereafter, um, this was a place I worked at. And shortly thereafter, they said, uh, never mind. You don't have to uh, wear dress shoes. You can wear sneakers. And then a little bit after that, they said, oh, by the way, you no longer have to wear long sleeve button down shirts. You can wear like polo shirts. You, you don't have to wear ties. You can be like, oh, all of a sudden, the dress code went like super slack. <laughs> and, um, and so I think what happened was they got pushback uh, from people who were saying, no, no, we don't want to be told 
how we can dress and we can find another place to work um, if you're going to be like that. So this, I, I find it interesting that the employer has to tell people that they are now released, that they are free <laughs> from bondage. <laughs> like it, it seems like something you should, you know, the moment they said at my current employer, the moment they said, you no longer have a mat, have to have, wear a mask. I was like, okay, boom, it's gone. <laughs> I, I never wanted to go back again. There was never any temptation to it. I do feel sorry for people who still feel in bondage to that thing, like they have to wear it because they inaccurately think that somehow it's doing something for somebody. Um, I feel even worse for the people who think it's some sort of a virtue signal, as if you, when you have that on, you're telling uh, all of America that you're a good person and you're not going to make them sick. Um, but again, better to have this conversation and, and good for In-N-Out Burgers for taking the lead and uh, and doing this. And if this is happening at other employers, uh, I'd like to hear about it. And I hope that it continues to spread and that we're all uh, set free from these onerous requirements. Um, and just, you know, frankly, pray for the people who have this misunderstanding. Apparently, you can't just inform them because they've been informed for two years and they didn't get it. For Bill Whittle and Stephen Green, my name is Scott Ott. Thanks to the members of BillWhittle.com for making Right Angle possible.